I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please... Uh, a huge, let's blow the roof off this motherfucker and actually keep it going because it's going to take him years to get up to this stage. No, man. Put he at light speed. Let's He's already it. making his way. <laughs> Put your hands together for Josh Dunn. That's already a little victory. You give him the the seat at the far end of the table. I love that I gave him the seat the furthest away from the fucking, from where he had to walk to. I'm sorry, Josh. That was really rude of me. My Lord. It's uh, wonderful for accessibility in this place. (laughs) (laughs) Did any of you guys uh, wave and open the door? (laughs) Did you you do that? And you have to like jump way the fuck back so you don't end up more disabled than you were before coming in here? Actually, you know what's really interesting, uh, Josh, is I was here earlier today. We were we were taking in the summit, and um, I I had to I had to take a monster shit, and I I like I have an issue with shitting. I have an issue with shitting, period. But I but I also have an issue with shitting in public. Like I really hate taking a dump in a stall when there's someone next to me. I just I, I get all weird. Are about you it. weird? Are you are you ashamed of the sounds? Is that what it is? I'm ashamed of a lot of things. Um, <laughs> of what you do in a bathroom in a public bathroom stall. Like we don't have to go there. What but, are you smuggling there? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, th- there is a point to this story. I, I went I went into uh, and now that I'm saying it, I'm like there is no fucking point. I, I, I'm just talking about taking a shit. I walked into the hallway and I decided to because I was scared to poop in public. I decided to use the the wheelchair wheelchair accessible bathroom. Is that a faux pas? I don't give a shit. Cause okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> That's Amen. what really matters. Well, I've never seen. I've never seen. Like, is there? It, it, the, why don't they put? Uh, they should should also kind of be inclusive of of people that are using crutches as well. Shouldn't there be a symbol of somebody with crutches? Uh. I suppose I don't really care though. Do you do you, do you so do you get the same do you get the same kind of uh, the same kind of weird feeling that we do when we use that bathroom? Are you like fuck? I hope somebody in a wheelchair doesn't come in here right now. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm usually just focused on my business, but uh, <laughs> it's true. The whole time I was in there, I was like, please, 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 like hurry, hurry, hurry! I don't want anyone in a wheelchair to roll up and like find the door to be locked, and then able-bodied Jeremy walk out and be like, sorry, stinks in there. Like, and this is the only one that you can use on this floor. Bye. But the seat's warm. You know what's yeah. funny? In, in my office, there's a, there's, because I, I kind of have the same predicament that I deal with on a daily basis. In my office, on the floor, halfway down the hall, there's a, uh, an accessible bathroom and all the way at the end is the like regular bathroom. And I always wonder, like, is it is it worse for me to go to the accessible bathroom and be on a shorter pee break or do I go all the way down to the end of the hall and then not take the opportunity to get back to my job faster? What are your thoughts, Josh? <laughs> and you know what? And to be fair, in the year that I've been in this building, I've never seen anybody use the accessible bathroom that really needs to use it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, maybe that's because we're not welcome here. So, I don't know. <laughs> Which um, I think we're going to get into that. But before we do, um, uh, let, why, don't we, why don't we lay the land for everyone? Um, you came up here on a, a, a sweet set of sticks. Um, but maybe some people in the audience don't know your story and don't know why you use crutches. Um, why don't you let us know, uh, A, who you are and, and what it is that you, you deal with on a daily basis. Okay, uh, I'm Josh Dunn. Uh, nobody knows who I am. Um, I'm, I'm on the lam, actually. Uh, please don't tell the police I'm here. Um, and and uh, I'm, I'm uh, making a film right now. I do my own podcast. Uh, I've been a comedian for a real long time. And, and I have uh, cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. Cerebral can you, palsy. Can you uh, say the name of your podcast? The name of your podcast is one of my favorite podcast names ever. Oh, yeah. My, my podcast name is Gimpin' Ain't Easy. <laughs> yeah. Gimpin' Ain't Easy. So cerebral palsy, um, we, I think we've covered cerebral palsy at least once on the show. Um, Once, and, yeah. And it, a couple one thing, of years ago. And, and also, actually, Bridie, I think Bridie's here. Bridie and I just did an episode on cerebral palsy on Turn Me On. And the one thing I will say is that uh, the two guests, the one that we, Andrew Gerza, who we spoke to uh, earlier on Sick Boy, and, and Jenny, who we spoke to on Turn Me On, um, those two cases of cerebral palsy looked extremely different, mm. right? Andrew um, uses a, a wheelchair a power chair. Um, Jenny walked right into our home without any crutches at all. Um, uh, how, like, how does CP work? Like, is it, is it a, is it degenerative? Like, is it something that gets worse over time or is it kind of like CF where it's like, oh, you have this genetic mutation. So like your CP is probably going to look like, or, or, um, present like this. As far as I know, it's not degenerative, but I do know that if you're ambulatory, uh, you stand a better chance. Like, I've, I've done some more research, and uh, if you are one of those uh, cats that's confined to a wheelchair, you can, um, you, you can have a life expectancy and things like that. But uh, if, you're, if you're ambulatory, you typically don't, and it's typically um, not degenerative. However, the wear and tear on the body um, can, can end up making it... Uh, Right. Progress a bit. I don't even know what ambulatory. Right. What does that mean? I was yeah. going to ask that too. Walking. Oh, <laughs> I'm ambulatory. You're ambulatory. Ambulatory? Ambulatory. Ambulatory? I think that's right. Ambulatory. <laughs> I think so. I've been ambulatory my whole life and you I didn't, didn't fucking know, know it. it. We take it for granted. <laughs> right out of the womb, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so, you, so I guess, uh, you, you know, Andrew's not here to speak for himself, but like statistically speaking, then. Uh, if we put y- your life expectancy up against Andrew's, he's likely not going to live as long as you. As far as I understand, yeah. Okay, sure. Do, do you, is, is, life, is that a thing that you think about? Like, is, is life expectancy a conversation that you've, that has been a part of your, like, healthcare? Or, like, has that ever come up with doctors? Not for me, no. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. What is, what... How does how does one how does one have how does one have cerebral palsy? How do you catch CP? How do you catch yeah. CP? Because I and I and because I feel like I feel like cerebral palsy is something that is. Uh, it's know, if you kiss with your mouth open before the fourth grade. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking cooties! I knew I it. heard They're that, real, brother. <laughs> cooties are real. And I I know that I feel like cerebral palsy. I'm saying I'm, I'm generalizing that I feel like that a lot of people a lot of people have a, an idea an idea or they've, they've heard that term come into their, come into their lives at some point. But, um, I feel like it's, it's, it's something that doesn't get talked about in the way that you would like, like how you would understand how somebody has CF for example, or diabetes or something like that. It's like, how do you, it's like, how the fuck do you get CP? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or how do you have CP? Um, you're, it's, if you're born or develop in the first three years a lack of oxygen to the brain and so it's brain damage and so depending on what parts of your brain are damaged um, that's uh, what parts of the corresponding body may be affected too so that you can see somebody with um, speech that's walking mm-hmm. somebody you know without speech that's in a wheelchair somebody like me um, it's, it's extremely uh, 
widely varied. Right, because of the way that a lack of oxygen will affect the brain and mm-hmm. just like the huge, huge number differences that that might, that might affect. This, uh, sorry, um, this might, might sound kind of ignorant too, but what, so we had, uh, was, was Matt Corkum, he had cerebral palsy? Uh, I think yeah. so. Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah, he did. Right. Or he does. So, and he's uh, he has a PhD, and he's a weatherman, and and um, he's trying to make me jealous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just letting you know yeah, what well, the bar I'm is, up to, buddy. <laughs> but but I'm just curious, like <laughs> yeah. like so, what's your education? <laughs> and you know, like yeah, he went to Harvard, and yeah, it was no big deal. But I'm I'm wondering, um, <clears throat> he did not. Does but whatever. <laughs> does it affect? Can CP affect you intellectually? Indeed, yep. Yes, it certainly can. And, and I'll, I'll even speak to that. Um, I, I am extremely, like, I'm, I'm kind of uh, on the savant spectrum a bit, like, because I'm extremely good with um, speech and speech memory and, and memory generally, but um, I can get lost very easily in my sense of direction and visual, visual perception is less than average. Oh, that's okay. interesting. What, what, like, what do you... Can you elaborate on the savant on the savant part? Like, what is it that what is it that you are particularly like? Well, four score and thirty years ago. <laughs> no, it just just memory, man. Like, if I'm uh, if I've especially when it comes to speech, if I if I'm paying attention to something uh, and I've actually heard it, I can remember it for like ever. So, not some boring lecture or something like that. But if I actually like care, like something ab- you're really interested in. about you, yeah. Like, yeah. like what about like movies? Can you recite? Like, do you do you have any movies where you go? I I can recite every fucking line from that movie. I haven't, I haven't found a movie I like that much yet. Really? I can do it with Billy Madison. Oh, really? You can recite the ent- entire Billy Madison? Absolutely. Do the first two minutes right now. Would anyone like to see this? <laughs> All right, here we go. It's Naughty Magazine Day! Can I be the penguin? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I be, you know what? I actually fucking lied to you. I, I don't... <laughs> You did pretty good, though. Thanks. Yeah. You got the first four <laughs> words. <laughs> I wish you could have done Happy Gilmore so Bob Barker could come and punch somebody in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the so. price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we go from here? <laughs> That's it, everybody. Uh, I'm actually really good with direction. So, like, if you and I teamed up, we'd be one really, like... Amazing person together. <laughs> That's all I've got to add to this. So there you go. We should uh, we should stri- we should strap you to you, and then you guys can walk around and, and take over the world. Sounds like a CrossFit workout. Yeah, it sure does. Well, I'm okay, in. So, well, one of the things. I mean, you- actually, wait before before we go further. There, there was one thing that you said. You said you're a savant uh, on the spectrum. On the spectrum, uh, uh, but uh, you did say something about your vision, and and. Uh, so, so your vision is like impaired, or yeah, a little bit. Like the the perception is so so. Like what does I that can, mean, well, like I I can't really play anything beyond Super Nintendo and video games, right? When it gets to three D stuff, or like it's probably not a good idea that I drive. Mm. Oh, my okay. scooter, so, oh, my scooter's so, okay because I can only like stub your toe, right? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so, so it's it's like a it's like a depth perception thing, right? Okay, right. not like a, a perception like. Your your reality isn't the shared reality. <laughs> not right now. Not no. right now. We, like, which we will get ca- to that. Like that's a car. Yeah. and not a dog Jer- that I want yeah. to pet. Yeah, Jeremy <laughs> is a t- talking penguin. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Like Billy Madison thinks. Yeah, thank I thought you. he was more of an aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was gonna I was I was gonna say that uh, when we were when when we talked to uh, when we talked to Matt Corkum, one of the interesting <clears> that, <throat> things that came up, and one of the things that I've come to learn about cerebral palsy that is widely varied, is that it can. It can affect um, it can affect your learning capabilities, or it can very much not, and and that and that because it can affect speech, that you can you can have a, you can have this huge assumption that somebody is very uh, very uh, slow mentally mm-hmm. and has a big mental handicap, and the and and even though that's not the case, and that's kind of like a big stigma that comes with. Or can come with cerebral palsy in the case of somebody who doesn't have, you know, doesn't have uh, any any uh, any mental disabilities that go with with their condition. Have you have you like come up against that? Sure, it's uh, it's getting less the case as I get older. I think we're progressing a bunch uh, now in in that regard. Finally, I, I don't I don't think we're I don't think we're quite human beings yet. But I like, yeah. 
we're, we're close. I was, I was hanging out with a, with a few friends last night, and, and we were talking about a movie that, you know, from the early 2000s that made, you know, jokes that just would absolutely not fly in 2019. And, and I, I, I can't remember what he said. It was, it was something like, oh, that was funny then, but it's not very funny now. And somebody was like, right, because we're slowly learning uh, how, to, how to treat, how to treat our, everybody like humans, like right now, mm-hmm. and how, you know, that's, you look back 15 years and, you know, in the year 2002 or something like that, and you think it's like, you know. Oh, this podcast would be fucked in 10 years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> everybody would be Every, Yeah, they're, they're, Everybody they're, would be offended. Yeah, by they're going to be listening to this live show and they're going to go, all those motherfuckers in Halifax laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> they're all terrible. People. Burn in hell. Yeah. You you devolved pieces of shit. So when you when you say that, like we're almost there, what is it that what is it that isn't there? I'm glad you asked that because I think I think that's the real. And if if you folks uh, don't take anything else away from uh, what I say today, take this. Okay, so so um, when we look at disability discrimination, you often see things like oh, it's it's World CP Day or you know wear green for cerebral palsy, and I'm sitting there scratching my head, going, what the fuck does that do? <laughs> that doesn't yeah. make any difference to anybody. When when you want to look at disability discrimination, how about look at it this way? Look at how it affects one's ability to make friends, have romantic relationships, or do business. Look at how it allows you to be a human being in society, and let all that politically correct claptrap and and nonsense and and festivals and whatever just fall to the wayside man look look at how it impacts you being a human being having a good life Mm -hmm. i really i really wish you saved that for the end of the show I didn't um, know if I was going to get a chance. <laughs> well, well, I, Take I it actually, when you can get it. But yeah. I, I want to unpack it. I might sort of wrap it up, everyone. Thank you all so much for coming but, out. This was fantastic. But, but you said, Josh, you said, so friends, romantic relationships, and... Work. Well, business. And business. business. Yeah. So, so then let's, let's start with friends. Like, what was it like for you to make friends growing up? It... It has gotten easier, but it was difficult. I'm kind of a weird loner anyway, so I much prefer like one-on-one to group scenarios. Like, I don't if you notice in the green room, I kind of stuck back to myself, you know, and let you guys kind of hug everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I hugged you. We're we're huggers. Yeah. (laughs) So, so when you were coming up, when you were coming up in school, was that uh, was you know your? Do you think that that is? Do you think that's that's your? do you think you are that inherently, or do you think that that part of you, or your your uh, your likelihood to be more on the on the loner side and be and be cool with that, is influenced by your cerebral palsy? Yeah, I think it's both. Like, I'm I'm pretty weird, you know. I dig but it. Like, are we all having a, having, a vis- <laughs> having a visible disability doesn't really uh, help that long, you know. Yeah. So. Right. But that, but you, you did you ever did, so did that feel? Did that ever cause you any pain, or were you kind of like, you know what? If that's what this is, if if people are going to be like that, then fuck people anyway, and I'll just do my and I'll just do me. Yes, but I get lonely sometimes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what? How did that? What I mean, fuck being a, a you can't. It's hard to. It's hard to. It's hard to conceptualize that as a kid. But looking back now, how did that? How did that affect you? Like, how did that how did that present? Um, I don't know. I think I, I think I managed pretty well until I was a teen, and then I I just sort of became more aware of my place in the world. I think as a small child, I, I didn't really um, I didn't really see or feel that that much. But in the, in the teenage years is when it when it would have hit and would have uh, led to some negative feelings. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old are you, Josh? Thirty-five. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting hey, up there, man. Go ahead, Brian. Did, did you experience um, bullying? Uh, only by a special ed kid, so I laughed it off. <laughs> <laughs> which, which in turn was bullying. You were bullying him That's by right. laughing That's at him. Right. Oh, you should have let him bully you, you piece yeah. of shit. I have a, I have <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and I did, man. Like, I, have a bad, uh, I have a bad startle reflex with the CP. That's often quite common. So mm-hmm. I, A startle reflex? So, so I, I jump at sudden, loud, or unexpected noises. Sorry, oh, I, really? 
Uh, yeah. I can't tell if you're joking. So, yeah. I thought it was for real, and I was like, holy shit, there wasn't even nothing loud happened. So, 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 um, so uh, that, that special ed kid, which he got wise to that, uh, so he, he tried to scare me on the bus and things. Uh, and it worked sometimes. Right. Yeah. Smart character. Um, I, I, I wanted to ask. Did you say smart character? Well, yeah, I mean, he was. You know, he, he figured yeah, that out, yeah, right? He figured that out, and he's fucking doing. He's he's using it to his advantage. And Heck yeah, good on him. <laughs> that really speaks hey, man, to I'm speaks to like, who Taylor it was. Like a level playing he fucking field. got you, dude. He got you. <laughs> um, I wanted uh, in in terms of like get, you know the friend thing and being and kind of being more apt to being cool with you know being more on the loner side of things and growing up and how did. I saw you. I saw you perform at Yuck Yucks. Like, My apologies. Like, <laughs> like four or five years ago, and uh, like, correct me if I'm if if this was never a part of your of your of, of a bit that you did. But I want to say that you you like kind of dragged yourself up onto the stage and then were like, I swear I'm not drunk, which was like really really funny. Just the way that you came up and you did a bunch of CP bits. Yeah, and I was and I, we had just started the podcast, like just. And I was laughing my ass off, and I'm pretty sure a bunch of people were looking at me like, you're terrible. Like, they thought that I was a bad person for laughing at you, making fun of you, having cerebral palsy. And I was like, he's making the jokes. Well, if it, if it wasn't a comedy show, they might have had a point, right? <laughs> right, right, right. It was a, it was a panel, it was a panel discussion. <laughs> it was a, it was it was a, a TED a, talk. It was a panel discussion on climate change and you came up onto the stage and I started laughing <laughs> that's hilarious um, I'm, I'm actually I, I am very fascinated with the fact that you're a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. I, I know that you know we've spoken about it a lot and, and I, I, I've, I've, I've mentioned it a number of times on the podcast and, and various times but how humor has played such a vital role in my life in terms of, of being like this um uh, I'm not big on alternative forms of therapy, um, but like wormwood and yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, although Crystals. I do love some sage, a little Saint bit of sage on the back of my neck. St. John's Ward. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sage for any of those who, yeah, whatever. We just, um, uh, Taylor, we just ordered sage a sage. Sage sounds user. like something I can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably yeah, not right. And, and it is sage Lots is people far too expensive. Um, so, but yeah, humor was like it, it became this very very, um, very important therapy for me. Um, and, and, and I didn't use it as a, as a crutch, but it, but instead I used it as like a, a tool to kind of like see my, my situation and my world through, through a different lens. Um, and I'm wondering if, if you think, um, do you have a similar sort of outlook on that? Like what, what, what drew you to becoming a stand-up comedian? Uh, money and fame, <laughs> which, which is not true if you still live in Halifax like I do. Um, and you got it, and you've since retired. Yeah, that's and it's funny. I I, I don't really do stand up uh, that often anymore. However, I am at Yuck Yucks this coming uh, May 29th as part of National Accessibility Week, and um, oh, fuck yeah. they're actually they're actually paying us, so I uh, I support that endeavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Pay yeah, your artists, awesome. folks. <laughs> they they actually they, so I will say this. They asked me to also come do something for that, and I I said no. Be- Why? Because stand up comedy is the scariest thing that I can possibly think of ever ever do it. Like I honestly I, I look at stand up comedians and I think um, I'm fucking floored. I went. I this is so off off topic, but I went to go see my, my high school girlfriend, my, like, the, the girl I lost my virginity to. Uh-oh. Um, I, I, I was in Toronto, and I went to go see her. She did her second ever stand-up set um, in Toronto at Comedy Bar, uh, and this was a few days ago, and I went to go see her, and I watched her set, and I, I, I left, and as I was walking back to my Airbnb, I just started weeping because I was so proud of her. Like, I was so <laughs> shocked that she did that and was kind of good you know like <laughs> for her second set she was really good but I just bawled because I, I honestly I do find it to be um, I, I just I, I find it to be so admirable and, and it, it, it can't be easy mm-hmm. 
Well, I look at it like this. It's, it's simultaneously the easiest and the hardest of the art forms. It's easiest because you're only talking, so you don't really have to have any skills per se, right? But, but, here's, here's the key. Because you're only talking, you have to do so much more with words. Mm-hmm. That that's where it becomes tricky. Mm-hmm. Right. Finding the right words, putting it all together. I, I think it would be like the most exhilarating experience to be in front of a crowd, like trying to like hold that momentum and that level of, of excitement in the room. Do you did like what's the worst that you bombed? Um, when I didn't care, you know, or I was too bitter about like still doing it and not making any money and mm. show up and just don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But coming, coming back to, to what I was alluding to earlier, like, did you, did you growing up, did you find humor to be, was it, was it a form of therapy for you? It's funny. I, I didn't really, uh, I was like, I was a funny guy at the bar, like, like late teens or well, probably underage actually, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> at the house party? They, they, I was no, a funny guy. They, at the house they, party. they they let me well, statute of limitations now, folks, I'm thirty-five, <laughs> but you know, they they, they let me in Can't and gave me, gave me free drinks because I was a cute, funny sixteen year old, right? So <laughs> so uh, laugh folks if you want to drink underage. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> what was uh what, what was the what, what was the first time that you were like, I'm going to fucking write some stand-up and, and get up and do that? Because like Jeremy said, that is a, I, I can, I can, I can really, I can, I get it once you've done it. And I, and like, you know, the same way that I get doing this, like what we're doing here, like I get up and do, we get up and do this. And I think I can speak for the three of us when I say that we get up with fairly low level nerves to get up and be in front of a group of people. But I remember the first time we did this. I was crying. Yeah, the whole time. We had to stop the show. Yeah. Jeremy just couldn't stop crying and yeah. weeping. And, and so, like, what was that the first time that you said, I'm going to fucking do this? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a big breakthrough because I, um, I hadn't been big on extracurricular activities as, as a kid. I, I did some therapeutic uh, horseback riding that was designed for disabled kids. And I actually... Okay, I'm glad you put that in there because I was like, that's fucking... Cr- that sounds so dangerous. Yeah, and it, and it was because I, I, got, I got good and I, I did the safety drills for them. And I would, I, because I was uh, stable enough in what I was doing, I would, I would do things the wrong way, the unsafe way to show folks what you're not supposed to do in the, oh in the horseback ride. So that was a lot of fun. I'm they sorry, I, I, really, I really can't picture therapeutic horseback riding for disabled people. I know, it is like, like, well, yeah, like is what, really hard to wrap my what, head what, around. What does that look like? What, I mean, what does the fucking horse look like? Well, yeah, right? Uh, the horse is pretty slow and old. <laughs> <laughs> the um, ones that they put out to and pasture. we have you know lots of volunteers to help lift you onto the horse and like sidewalkers and horse leaders for for the folks that would be more disabled and stuff. are you riding solo like on the no, horse? no i um i i stopped riding when i was uh 22 i guess okay. no, like, but, but somebody's like, like on when you're on the riding horse with are, you, or? are you is it just you on the horse or oh, just somebody on the horse with oh, you? oh yeah no no it's just it's just you on the horse Fuck, dude, okay dude, wait, what, is, is the there... saddle just like a right. box what's going on <laughs> <laughs> uh some some would ride bareback, western style. Uh, Whoa! But, uh, actually, for real? Yeah, just hanging onto a handle with no saddle. Jerry's familiar to that, actually. Okay, Riding bareback. Jerry's right. <laughs> very familiar with bareback. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is, so I'm, I'm assuming that there's different setups. I mean, because obviously disabilities range widely. So, like, was there was there a different setup depending on? depending on what somebody was dealing with? Yep. You could have, like, a leader that would have a horse lead rope that would basically control the horse and, and a, a sidewalker on each side or, or, or nothing, or, like, a leader and no sidewalkers. And I often, uh, especially in the later years, had, had nobody, and uh, my horse was very responsive to voice, so, so he would uh, trot sort of dangerously around the arena several times. And, uh, <laughs> I, have a, I have a phobia of horses, eh? Do you really? Oh, really? Yeah. Why? What is it? Are you scared you're going to get kicked in the face? I, yep. I'm not joking. They're they're fucking huge. Also, learn this the hard way. Go to feed a horse like this. No, dude. He'll bite your fingers off. No, dude, you put your palm real flat and your thumb like that. Yeah, I had to learn. Yeah, I know now. I know after the fucking (laughs) horse tried to nip my finger off. But your finger's fine, so. But I could could feel it. All he had to do was this. <laughs> wait, what, also, wait, what was it? Well, no, no. Okay, so, so also that, learn was, this. I bet you might you might know this, Josh. When horses when horses bite, 
This is fucking crazy. When horses bite, they can't go ah, uh, ah. They have to go ah, uh, uh, ah. <laughs> they got to grind their fucking teeth together, man. I've, n- I've never been bitten, so I don't know. Anyway. You've still got all your fingers miraculously. I do, but like, it was scary for a minute. Sick Boy Podcast will be right back after this word from our sponsors. Think of your favorite one-hit wonder. Or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have. Or that TV show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon. Now what if we could fix it? I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Delon Grant. And after 20 years of friendship, we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called Let Me Fix It. Each episode, we'll dig into our favorite celebrities, shows, and brands of yesteryear, and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today. Think of our show as an intervention, but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I want to, I want to I, I, like switch gears a little bit here. Um, I know that, so Josh, you know, I've been, I've been trying to actually thinking about getting, who the, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, oh my God. Oh, drinks. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. I was just about to request another scotch. You just bought, this is how well it was going. Here, I'll help you. I'll help you. There we go. This is great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now get off, now get off my stage. (laughs) No, stay here. Give us more drinks. (laughs) Thank you so much. They got to go and come back. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, I I want to. Good robot, everybody. Yeah, yeah, good robot, everybody. Okay, there we go. Great. Round of applause for good robot. Um, I don't drink. I want to switch gears a little bit here. So I've been trying to, I originally had reached out to you in 2015, and I found this out because when I went to ask for, to see if you'd be into doing the, the live show, I found you on Facebook. And I opened up Messenger, and there was this message bubble from 2015 when I had asked you probably to be our, our very first guest were ever. Were we doing this in 2015? We were. Yeah, or we were, like, talking about it or something. And anyway, you were like, yeah, I'd love to be on the show. And then, and then you never wrote them back. Nope. And that's <laughs> because we have no systems in place for yeah. anything. Oh, wait, you actually didn't uh, write yeah, them back? Yeah, I never wrote them back. Oh, and, oh sorry, Josh. And you definitely had no system then. <laughs> yeah. So, so, then, so then I was like, okay, cool, sweet. We can do this now. But while I was on your Facebook, I kind of started scrolling through to see, like, re- recent posts, like, what's going on in Joss's life? And I saw this post that had alluded to you kind of had it, having a, a pretty rough winter, um, but not about your CP and more to do with your, your mental health. Um, and so can, can, we, can we dive? Is that okay to, like, to talk about this now? Oh, well, is I, this a two-parter? It's a two-parter. All right. Yeah, man, I lost my mind. But first, I want to say it, just a little breaking okay. the fourth wall here uh, in terms of preparation. This guy prepares for his podcast even worse than I do. Uh, he, 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 a, he asked me at 2.30 this afternoon, what's, uh, what's three topics we can talk about? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I told him. That yeah. I don't have a cell phone. <laughs> that's the beauty, that's yeah. the beauty of the show. Yeah. We know nothing. Yeah, we really try not to do much work. Um, uh, so you, you, but you really did lose your mind. You, I, I you, did. You had a bout of psychosis. I did. So I didn't even know this until just this one. Yeah, this is very. I purposely didn't tell you guys. Yeah, um, I, I know you kept. <clears throat> for anyone who's in the audience who doesn't know, uh, can you explain what psychosis is? Um, when you were talking about uh, vision being on a different plane of reality, yeah, uh, that's that's where it goes to a different plane of reality. I um. I I heard voices and saw delusions. Um, I still I still believe I communicate with spirits. That's a really weird thing to say here, but uh, I've 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 come back. I'm on the other side of it now. Um, but I I thought uh, I, I saw demons. I thought uh, I thought people were were trying to kill me. Um, I thought I thought the demons were like trying to get me and and might be acting through certain people. Uh, so I. I had extreme fits of paranoia. I, uh, I, I spent Christmas in, in the mental hospital. Hey, man, I'm poor. I needed new pajamas. I got them. <laughs> <laughs> got them. It's all one color, too. Matching. It's a mission yeah, yeah. success. That, 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 sounds, um, that sounds really intense. Um, and like when, yeah. you, when you lay out all of those experiences at once, it seems like, whoa, that's like... That must must have been overwhelming to deal with all of that. But what was the first moment when you were like, "Oh, the thing that I'm seeing right now seems a little bit weird"? Uh, like back in December, probably December fifteenth is is when. Do you I, remember the moment? Yeah, because like I was I was seeing demons and like 
uh, otherworldly voices. Did you watch like a, a mo- like a scary movie or like a snake video or like yeah, TV where something was, there, was falling? There a snake yeah, video? A snake video. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that I mean? Think, I think we just Dude, got a sneak peek into Brian's deepest fear. I had some of these <laughs> dreams last night after watching the snake video. I just want to make sure Brian's it's not like, going to happen. If I saw a snake video, I'd think demons were trying to get exactly. Have you seen Harry Potter? I think what you're getting towards Brian is is the basilisk. Was there was there any sort of um, you know, I, I know that I know that oftentimes when it comes to things like psychosis and 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 like really severe mental illness crisis crises crises crises, I think. Um, yeah. uh, it's often not known like what where it stems from or where it comes from. But was there any sort of catalyst to this? Yeah, sleep deprivation, man. I'm a, I'm a hardcore. Right. I'm doing really well now. I'm on some pills that are actually working. The first fucking pills they put me on. Holy shit. Yeah. All I could do was eat and cry. <laughs> it's like, I'm mentally ill, not pregnant. <laughs> were you just, were you, like, were you just, were you, were you, um, were you, like, going, having, like, a bout of insomnia, uh, and, and then, and then that brought on the yeah. psychosis? Yep, yep. I, uh, and, and, and the insomnia, there were some stretches in my life. Um, unfortunately, I, uh, I live on community services most of the time, and I, um, I got a grant to do a film, and they clawed me back uh, considerably more than they would somebody doing wage work, because they considered my arts grant a business. Oh, um, wow. So, uh, and I was like, I'm just an employee of the Nova Scotia government, just like you, I'm not in business, right? Right. But, uh, and like the newspaper was calling, I was trying to like fight the welfare system and trying to trying to do this film and uh, not sleeping and uh, honestly uh, smoking too much weed. I've uh, given that up. I, I I do some CBD oil now now and again now, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I haven't smoked weed since like December. So. Because that can be a trigger, I, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah, THC is isn't like especially if you're 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 going through bouts of psychosis. THC is probably not the greatest. Mm-hmm. And at least and, at least we've been told. And yeah. again, I I think that with the CP and brain damage, it might be it might be more CP than than um, oh, yeah. just a garden variety mental illness, right? Because right, my right. brain is already severely compromised, right? That's what I think. So, what was it like the first time you like went to the hospital for for that? Oh, fucking terrible. Yeah. But, but, okay, so what, was there an experience where it was like, holy shit, this is so intense that you had to be taken there? Or did, did you, like, tell somebody that you were experiencing? Yeah, how did you get help? Well, I, I called 911 because I thought people were after me. <laughs> Whoa, oh, legit. shit, that's a way. Yeah. That's Crazy. a way to and get what, help. And, like, did, were they like, where are you? What's going on? And where are like, they? He's got yeah. red horns. Yeah, yeah and, and, and they weren't there, right? right. So, like... Did that they was, think that you were? Did they just think you were crazy? Yeah. And and did was there any help given? Uh, a stretcher and restraints. I was trying to get away because I realized it wasn't the right kind of place for me. Because even if even if people were trying to kill me, I felt I was safer on my own than in the hospital because a lot of those people are in really bad shape. And I I was just sort of keeping to myself. You know this. Uh, this woman actually came at me with a knife. Uh, it was plastic, so that was one thing they had right down there. But uh, <laughs> whoa, that's the, actually crazy. for real. You got you got like lunged at in the hospital. Then, wait, wait, yeah, wait, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. What, what's hold reality on. and what's not reality? Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> I'm no, going that crazy up here. <laughs> that happens. So, so actually, you called like, the so cops, and then you went, and then you were taken to the hospital from the from so that telephone from, call. Yeah. Like that's what like the cops were like fuck it, like send a ambulance and get yep. this guy on a yeah and they had a they had a police escort I guess just to check and see if there was anybody there or not right and because uh, they probably have to take that because they they, yeah. have, they have to assume that there's that, that there might be some that you you might be telling the truth right right. right. Do you do you live at home or do you live with your? No, I, I live by myself. Okay, yeah. So when you when you were experiencing the this first like kind of outbreak of of psychosis, were you were you totally on your own at that time? Yep. Holy fuck, that's scary. Yep. And wh- <laughs> I was gonna say, and, and, and yeah, how long? How long? How long did you have to stay in the hospital at that point? Eight days. I kind of talked them out of it. You know, I still I still had psychosis for. Uh, Geez, probably about two months, but I, I was, I'm, I'm better on my own. So are they just trying, like, what is the goal when you are experiencing something like that and you go into the hospital? Are, are they just trying to medicate you? Are you seeing doctors to try to figure out what's going wrong? 
What is that process like? Yeah, a little bit from column B, a lot from column A. You know, I was taking all kinds of different pills, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it wasn't helpful. Like it was just it was just time and sleep is what I needed. So and then you and then you go back, you go back home and it and it continues on like that. Uh, it did for a bit, but then, but then I eventually started to sleep, and that's that's when it. Uh, so, like, sleep was definitely the primary trigger. I I believe so. Yes. I, my uh, my mother actually went through uh, a little, like, a very brief bout of um, insomnia, and and uh, it totally, she totally cracked. Like, it totally sent her over the edge. Yeah. And she had. She also had like a, a bout of psychosis. It, it and it's such a. Mm-hmm. It is such a. I mean, you you lived alone, so I you know, which is, I don't know whether that's a, a good thing or a bad thing. You, you know, you say you do better on, on your own, um, but it, it's 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 probably a great thing that like the people that care for you were weren't uh, a witness to that. Like, I'm I'm glad we were there for my mom, but also like it really fucked me up to see my mom like in that state. You know, like mm-hmm. like she she I remember she had a journal and like. She was writing in her journal. Six, 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 it, six Honest, six, actually, six, though, like she was writing in her journal. It was like normal sentences, normal sentences. Parcel and then, tongue. And they would get bigger and Brian's bigger, and there's just scribble, 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 scribble. It was like something out of the fucking exorcist. Right. And like, I remember my dad being like, ah. Uh, uh, your mom. I think possessed. we gotta take your mom to the hospital because she's fucking. She's she's fucked up, Jer. <laughs> and it was like, what? That's what do you really mean? Like, what's going on? But it, she's it, drawing. It, she's been drawing. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, my, I better stop scribbling. I don't want to go to the hospital again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is. It's very jarring to see someone in that state. I, I and, know. Um, I know. Sleep is slow. Sleep is is totally nuts. Uh, there's a. I, I know that we all. There's an episode. There's a. There's episode. That was such a like bro thing to say. Sleep is totally nuts, <laughs> bro. Dude, listen, sleep dude, is fucking dude, crazy. Dude, you like sleep every night. Dude, can you believe we do it every day? Um, like, what are you even doing, man? You're I, just you know what? I actually, I, the, one of the only times that I've had a, a way that I've had actually a really bad mushroom <laughs> trip. Um, I believe that I wasn't going. I was like, how am I gonna? Sl- I can't believe I sleep every day. <laughs> How am I, I'm going to sleep like max two nights a week for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was convinced that that, was, idea. I was convinced that that was my new reality. Uh, thankfully, uh, two hours later, it wore off. Um, <laughs> but there's this crazy episode of Joe Rogan where he talks to this guy named Matthew Walker, and they talk all about the importance of sleep and all these wild aspects of sleep that you never really think about. And, you know, it's something that, again, like crazy, we do every day. And, it's, and we take it for granted because we do it every day, just the same way as you take for granted, like, how important it is to to, to breathe, breathe, but you yeah. do it automatically, so you don't really think that much about it. And we were talking this one time about doing a, an episode with a sleep doctor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and and in preparation for that, uh, staying up for three days straight. Yeah, that was my idea. Yo, whoa, 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 whoa! We weren't talking about that. Brian was like, "I got an idea. Let's not sleep for three days." And I was like. <laughs> That's not good, dude. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be so? Like that would be a good scientific experiment. I mean, it do. would be super <laughs> Cheers, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Drink up. Drink you can up. drink an entire beer on that one. I thought that I should, I volunteered as tribute to go and not sleep for three days so that we could have a conversation and see how weird I was. But you know what? Actually, in hindsight, it probably wouldn't have been a good idea for me to be that person. Well, it would be, to- it, it would be, it would be absolutely nuts. And if you just stay up for, even if you just don't go to sleep for one night, I mean, do you know? Do like, you know how long so you insane. you were awake? Like, do you know how long, the, like the longest period of time you were uh, awake in within that that bout of insomnia? A couple of weeks. Couple oh, of weeks. No. Uh huh. I honestly yeah. can't. I can't wrap my head around it because all I know is one night, and that is yeah. so intense. Wow. Yep. Man, like, what is? Were, was there a point? Was there a point pre-psychosis where you had where you were at all cognizant of this is fucking me up? Yep, yep, I was fucked and I knew it, and uh, it was it was really hard, and I I wasn't enjoying life, and uh, um, yeah, it, it was it was very bad. I thought I was gonna die. Like was there like was there was there depression or anxiety that came along with that in the lead up to the psychosis from not sleeping? Or I mean, I'm assuming your moods were just totally out of whack. Yeah, they were very out of whack. I mean, and uh, I 
I wear things better than a lot of people. Like I, I, I have pretty strong resolve, but I mean the, the, and the insomnia really lasted for the better part of like, it wasn't really till April till they switched the medication off of those, uh, you know, uh pregnant feeling shots mm. that I, uh, that I started sleeping. So I, I haven't, I've, I've only really been feeling better for about three or four weeks. Holy moly. Wow. wow. So that's yeah. really wow. fucking recent. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks folks. Yeah. Glad I can give you a show. <laughs> But one thing, though, seeing uh, seeing delusions would make the room more full. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CP and demons. There's always yeah. a silver lining. <laughs> what, what, what was the was was it a change in was it a change in medication that that ultimately ended up being the help, or was it that you just got your sleep pattern back and that helped dissipate it? Well, that's hard to say because I think, I think the medication they did change me to, um, helped with sleep. And I'm, I'm really like, I'm a paranoid person by nature. Right. So like, I'm not even on the full dose that they wanted me on anyway. Cause like I started having some like stomach issues and I was like, I'm, so I'm only taking three pills instead of five, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, but see they, they want to medicate you, man. Like that's, that's their answer, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I advocate uh, as little medication as po- I mean, there might be some that needs to get it done, but right. there now, I, you know, you just reminded me that you, you also partake in uh, meditation is a big part of your life, right? That's right. That's right. Oh, cool. Tell us about that. How did you, how did you get into meditation? What kind of meditation are you into? Um, intentional meditation. Um, I, I like to meditate on higher vibrational things and bring those into the world. I run a group that was uh, formerly called uh, Yabba Dabba Yahweh, uh, but (laughs) some people don't like the concept of God, so I've simply changed that to Good Vibrations Meditation. Um, And the idea is is that we meditate on things that we want to see in the world, and I just did it yesterday. Sometimes it's just me, and people have called DMTs uh, before on me, on me for that because I was like slumped over on my scooter with my eyes closed and I'm like no man I'm just on the fucking astral plane (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to unlock my seventh chakra yeah dude totally totally but uh so so what we meditated on um yesterday was on good mental and physical health because um one of the fellows that was with me there had had a bad back right so so we it's it's a it's a vibrational thing because I I have trouble um, you know, getting out to events and I, I can't go to protests and things like that. So I'm, I'm operating on a, a vibrational level. It sounds kind of weird to people. But my hope is that if you have more than one person involved with the same intention, that you can create a ripple effect and cause some positive change that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it? Okay. I love that. I'm not so crazy after all. <laughs> that's kind of the basis behind, uh, I don't know a ton about transcendental med- meditation, but that's a kind of principle in transcendental meditation, right? Is that there's sort of like a group, um, like a group aspect. If you can kind of get m- the more people that are doing it, the more kind of powerful it is. That's what I'm hoping. Right. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what does it look like when you lead the, the meditation? Uh, you might verbalize a little bit. Um, you just kind of picture that thing like, um, I was I was saying things like uh, love, joy, peace, liberty, health to all. You know that kind of thing. Just mm-hmm. sort of verbalizing mm-hmm. the intention. And do you have uh, how many? Like how many people uh, are, are are tending to show up to your your sessions? Well, sometimes it's just me, but uh, there there were, there were two uh, yesterday, so I'm happy. With yeah. that. Where do you where do you host that? Just the Commons by Canard and Robies, and all okay. people are welcome. So you all are welcome to come to this sometime. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. It, how how can how can it, I'm sure there's a few people that would be interested in attending. So how can people find out when when this is taking place? Uh, I, right now, uh, weather permitting, like I don't do it in the pissing rain or anything. But oh uh, come on, man, that's just one distraction. Just <laughs> <laughs> gotta let that go. That's well, with the state of our environment, I might get a hole in my fucking finger from acid rain or something. So I don't know, man. I don't know. So when's the next one? Uh, Friday at 530. Okay. Friday at 530. Friday at 530. Anybody want some good vibrations? Friday at 530 in the commons. Where in the commons? Near Canard and Roby somewhere. Near Canard and Roby. I'm, I'm the guy on the scooter with his eyes closed. There you go. Dude, I live, I live right there. Like I, I, oh, I'm yeah? like a block away, so I'll, I'll come join. Is come. It, are you every Friday or is it? Yep, you, yeah. weather permitting. Weather yep. permitting every yep. Friday. Yep. Yeah. Five o'clock. Five thirty. Five thirty. 
<laughs> Don't show up at five. I won't show up at five. I guess I could take you my guys, dog for a walk first. If, if, if you come to my weekly workout on Wednesday morning, I'll, uh, I'll come to your meditation. Brian's been whoring out his... I know, his, right? His, his, Who wants his to come? Can you guys morning, come? Can Wednesday I actually morning. do this workout? <laughs> yeah, you can. It's, it's totally accessible. It's like gym class. Uh, gym class for was ex- never accessible. For like special <laughs> needs people, right? Well, actually, you know what? I, I do have... Gym class was horseshit. I do have one question. Um, you, you, I was you, really hoping to like get plugged that tonight in any way possible. Yeah, well, you, you did fucking it. did yeah. it, Brian. It was, well, you know, I just piggybacked on his meditation. Um, uh, I do things too. Speaking about your crutches, um, uh, or I'm going to start <laughs> speaking about your crutches. Um, <laughs> we weren't. Yeah, uh, speaking we weren't. about uh, getting fit and working out, um, you can. Do you have any use of your legs? What, well, like, what's your what's your leg movement like? Well, I mean, I walked up here, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. you did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, you know what? I moved honestly, quite swiftly. You did, yeah. you did, and I, but I can't actually picture in my head what it looked like. I, I, I literally forgot what it looks like. So you, you do use your legs, yep. a little bit, yeah. But like, you, I guess, like. What's, what's your, like, can you bend your knees much or? Do more of a half imitation walk. I'm not going to, no, fuck off now, come <laughs> on. Uh, what, is, what is the range of movement of your lower half of the body? Uh, not great. Okay, so a lot of, a lot of it is relying on, on your arms and those, those crutches to get you from A to B. Yeah, and like, I can, I can walk unsupported, but I can't stand still unsupported. Like, I have to hold on to something, so I would just fall over if I have to stop. Right. Okay, so yeah. your legs have the strength to hold you up. As long as you're holding something. As long as right. you're mo- right. moving too, Yeah, right? but, the, but yeah, mo- moving, like even, even standing still holding on to something for any length of time is very difficult. It's like the figures. Are your arms like, are you, are you ju- fucking jacked? Like, I feel like that's a lot of, that's a lot of like shoulder and arm strength and delt strength. Well, um, I've been taking steroids for the last 17 years. So. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty thin, I guess. But uh, but sure, I'm wearing you know, a button down. Doesn't... If someone wants to see, they, you can help me undress. Thin, <laughs> thin doesn't mean not strong, though. Like you must no. You, you're, no, you're holding strong. yourself up. You're relying on a lot of. You're relying on on the, the strength of your arms to yeah, use those I, crutches. Yeah, I, I have pretty strong arms. Yeah. yeah. Do you, how often do you use? You said you had a scooter. Yeah. How often do you use that? Uh, not a lot more in the summer. Right now, um, yeah, when the, uh, the batteries nice. are fucking dead, and uh, yeah. I've been struggling to get them covered, and it's gone back to another thing now. So hopefully, in the next month, I'll have a proper working scooter. Yeah. What's your, what's your what, what kind of piggybacking off Brian's question? What is like? What is the? You know, when I, I'm just the the way the, the way that I can relate right now is like my pair of shoes. It's like it's fucking raining, so I'm gonna wear my Blundstones instead of my Chucks. How are you? What, what's your what's your what's your thought process when you walk out the door and you're like, you're I'm such gonna, a fucking bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's raining. It's raining. It's raining. So I wear my Blundstones instead of my Chucks. Just put a couple. Put my Blundies on, bro. Dude, sun's out. Get my Berkies. Get my what? Your Berkies. My Berkies. I don't know what that is. What are you? Why are you? Why are you choosing your scooter? Like, what's the? What's the? What's the criteria where you're like, I'm gonna use my scooter today instead of my crutches, just uh, for convenience? Like, I gotta go a long distance to yep. fuck my crutches. Yeah, right. And uh, like, like for the meditation, like gives me a place to sit down, and the battery's mm. good enough that I can cross the street from where I live and chill out in the commons. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what What other gaps are there in your in your healthcare coverage? Oh. Uh, there's a lot of like, I, like, like what's what's if one thing could be um, fixed for you that would make your life easier? What would it be? Um, just more money, generally. Like, yeah, me too. <laughs> no, but I, honestly, folks, I'm like a lot of times I'm living on like eight forty five a month right now. So mm. yeah, right. It's pretty skinny. Well, mm-hmm. it, I don't want to. I don't want to just leave it by the leave it by the wayside. And when you when you mentioned earlier about the things that. You know, if we were going to do, if we were going to take one thing away from this, then we would, we, you know, we would not, not necessarily like wear green shirts on CP day, but we would, we would think about, we would think about like what are the afflictions of people that live with disabilities and sex lives and businesses and um, friendships. Friendships. There you yeah. go. Um, and in terms of, in terms of, of business, do, do you feel, do you feel that you've, that you've been held back or there's not support um, for you to for you to go into business endeavors and I know you said you had some tr- you're having trouble with or you had trouble with like this film that you're trying to make what are the what are the things that you feel are are 
like could be done better? Absolutely. I, I honestly believe that if I uh, if I didn't have CP, I'd, I'd I'd be a touring comic already, and that, that would have like worked for me. Um, as it as it um, as it stands, we haven't talked about this yet, but I have um, a lot of uh, urinary tract difficulties, and it's quite complicated. So I often have to live my life in very short spurts, and because um, it can be quite painful, and uh, and sort of dart in and out of places like a ninja. So I'm, yeah. I can't always network and stuff. It's like I can't stick around to like talk to all the people and shake all the hands and. Right. All, all the time. Sometimes I can if I'm having yeah. a good day. But so what, it, what like um, is it is <clears throat> is it a lot? Is it a lot of effort for you to like just simply take a piss? Uh, it can be. Yeah, and it's frequent, right? And if I don't get it in time, then I'm in extra pain. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is is has has like has like pissing yourself been like a, an issue? No, nope, no life? accidents. No, no, none really. No. no. You so you you're like if there were accidents it would be more relaxed right <clears throat> right yeah right right okay I like I sometimes wish as a comic I could just like take a big leak on a shitty crowd right but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is how I feel about you no yeah. you guys are a great crowd how about giving yourselves a big hand eh <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, you guys yeah. have been really yeah. great you guys have been awesome tonight um uh, I I be, you know we're we're coming up to time but before we before we do I do wanna I do wanna briefly just touch on your thoughts on um on Halifax as a city. And and it's and and it is, the, yeah. access, the, the accessibility of Halifax as a city. Yeah. Like, how are we doing accessibility-wise? Um, and what could change, or what would make your life easier? Well, uh, first and foremost, you need to see us as human beings. You know, there's a lot of people in the disability community running around trying to get ramps built, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But I think that. Um, we need to be seen as human beings first and foremost, and then kind of the ramps will already be built. You know, like show us, show us for our strengths and not for our weaknesses, and, and let us sort of flourish that way. You know, like I, I think of, um, you, know, you guys know the show Vikings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. so Ivar, the, Ivar the Boneless, he's like a, a murderous piece of garbage, right? But he has clout and power. He's like doing things, and I think, I think that sort of representation in the media needs to happen um, more. And then, and then I think the ramps and all that stuff will will come. We, mm-hmm. we need clout. Mm. Like people with CP just need to be murdering more people or something like that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That will I'm get with it. you. That will I get, get it. it. Pull out your Tommy it. guns, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Like fear really helps, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fear tactics. Yeah. Yeah. Fear, um, fear and power. Uh, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you a two-part question. Okay. It's a it's a, a question that we ask all of our guests or most of our guests. Uh, the first the first one is. Um, out of out of everything you've experienced with cerebral palsy, what would you say is the biggest thing that it's taken away from you? Uh, a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Has that has that been hard for you to like find find romance, find r- intimate relationships? Oh, it's been very hard. Um, about two years ago now, it would have been. Ironically, my, my grandparents' uh, 68th wedding anniversary, if my, my grandfather had still been alive, I, I thought I met the love of my life, and it lasted for uh, six months. So, hey, that's better than nothing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, she was uh, uh, just a, a young woman in um, a teacher's college and very lovely, but uh, she didn't want a relationship. So, so yeah, I, I, think, I think the relationship uh, part is, is probably the biggest thing. Do you, I know that, so I have a, I had a cousin that had CP, unfortunately he passed away, um, but he, uh, this is so, it's such a trip, I, I went to high school with this guy um, uh, who, who, was, who was a really good friend and then we kind of like fell, we, distance came between us, I hadn't talked to him in years, he moved to Newfoundland, this is where my, my cousin was living. And I ran into this, this old friend a, f- a few years later, and he was like, hey, I, uh, just a heads up, I was, I was Tremaine's um, caretaker. Tremaine, my cousin, was, was, uh, he was using a power chair. He couldn't uh, speak. Like, he, he had very, in the spectrum of CP. Like severe CP. Very yeah. severe, yeah. yeah. 
And, uh, and I was talking to him about what that experience was like as, as being someone's like full-time caretaker, you know, um, Tremaine needed everything. He needed his ass wiped. He needed to be bathed. He need, everything needed to be done for him. And he told me about how he, um, my, my friend, uh, was the, was the middleman in setting him up for his very first sexual, uh, encounter with a, it was a, it was with a sex worker. So they hired someone to come in and like um, uh, provide that service for for Tremaine, um, which I was like at the first time I ever heard of this. I was like, "Whoa! Of course, of course that exists. That's incredible. That's amazing." Is do you have you ever been drawn to like? Um, I know, like I know for myself, if I was in a position where where I wasn't intimate with someone. And I and and there was something causing causing me to have a, a hard time finding that that I would probably go that route. Is that something that is that has been a part of your life or that you've thought of? Uh, I've thought of it. It hasn't been a part of my life. Um, I I think like they have like sex workers for like specifically trained for disabled people in Toronto, but that's not here in Halifax. There's mm. there's a large part of my ego. That says that I shouldn't have to, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's been a bit of a barrier, um, I guess. Do but, you? Do you? Um, I hope it's okay that I'm 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 questioning you on this. But right. Do you? Do you recognize that like your ego doesn't have to be a part of that? No. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> I I I. <clears throat> I saw a sex worker for my very first time a couple of months ago while I was in Toronto. Um, and Aren't you I, married? I am, yes, I am. That's, uh, you know what, there's a whole, that's a whole fucking other story. <laughs> um, uh, but I did it for the other, for basically for, for, uh, for research purposes. <laughs> Where's Bridie? Yeah, research purposes, right? Um, uh, to, to basically to talk about on the podcast, on the other podcast that I host. And, and one of the thoughts that I had when I came out of it was um, uh, I was so elated that that service existed because right. I, I recognize that, like, it's not everyone has, not everyone is in, in a position where they can easily go out and go, I'm going to go to the bar tonight and, like, maybe pick up or I'm going to hop on Tinder and, like, chat someone up and go for a drink and, and maybe get lucky. And, and I, 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 or easily develop, or, or easily develop a relationship, or what, whatever, right? And I was just like, I, I don't know, I was just overwhelmed with, with elation that this is like this service exists. And I'm not, I'm not trying to like sit here and be like, you should do it. But I, but I am just like, I, it does make me, it does make me wonder. It makes me very curious to know, like, if it's, if it's something that you've thought about or some, something that you, you know, if that is a road that you would go down. Sure, I've. I've thought of it, and uh, I think it's good that it exists. Yeah, yeah, and it's it it's good to have it as an option. And I think I think for some people there is absolutely no other option. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, hey, maybe I will try it someday. Well, we mm-hmm. we went in we, with our with our conversation with Andrew Gerzo, which was the which was someone who we talked to on the podcast with CP. Um, we sort of talked we talked at length about about that more specifically yeah. I think about somebody who comes in and more so facilitates yeah what right yeah yeah like facilitates a facilitates mm-hmm. um, sex for, for for people with disabilities which was which was totally wild and something that I had no idea mm-hmm. even, even existed and again was like holy shit well it's it, and it, it is uh, it, it's very it's interesting Brady and I were talking about this the other day about like how. It's so easy for us to forget, like we take for granted how, as someone who's able-bodied, it, it able-bodied, it is it is a very different world. Yep. When it comes to dating and when it comes to sex and when it comes to relationships, and and it's very easy to forget that. You know, I struggle um, with it because, uh, like, I I think that it's it's great that that exists, but like, you know, there's something so beautiful about like the emotional connection that you share when you're in love with someone too and I understand that it's hard like it's sometimes difficult to find that experience but I don't think that you mean separating separating the sexual nature from the emotional but I just I don't think it's unattainable for for people like it's not unattainable for Josh like am Mm -hmm. I am I wrong in saying that I I I hope you're right I mean it's happened for a little bit um right and and like I like 
uh, and and I've been accused of being too like fussy and stuff, but like there's a lot of fucked up people out there right now, you know? <laughs> like you can't date just anybody, man. Yeah, this is very true. And, and I, I appreciate what you guys are saying, and I appreciate that that service exists, and I think that it, it, for for some people it's right. But like I, you know, like I, I mean, you guys know me. Yeah, um, but, like the some people just romantic don't, sometimes. Yeah, and, of course, some people and some people don't want that. That's and that's mm-hmm. totally that makes sense too. And and I just like to think that they're. I'm not. I'm not the type of person who thinks like, oh, there's only one person out there for everybody. But I do like to think that there is somebody out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the same thing? No, that's not a beautiful the, sentiment. No. <laughs> Right. I'm just fucking with you. <clears throat> that that was a that we you that usually doesn't happen. Usually those two questions, the two parter question, I only got the one part. They they're usually quite close together. <laughs> so the first one was uh, the first one what just as a reminder was what did it take away from you? The second part of that question is what has your CP uh, given you? Um, appreciation for the hardships of life. You know, I I can see. Um, very easily how, how people struggle and why they struggle. And I have, um, I, I just, I'm, I'm not open to every single person, but at the same time, I, I have compassion and I can see like, oh yeah, like that guy's homeless, man. Like that really fucking sucks, you know? And he's, I might not want to have him over, but he's a pretty fucking cool cat and he's got a good attitude, you know, in, in spite of things. So, so it's, it's, um, it's given me appreciation for what I do have, I suppose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want to say, uh, thank you. Oh, thank you for for taking the time, uh, to, to not only be, to not only be a part of this conversation, but, um, more so to, 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 it takes courage to, I think to, to take part in a conversation like this in general, but to do it in front of, you know, over 300 people, um, is it's, that's a big fucking deal. And I think it's, I think it's amazing that you came in here and and shared all of that. And I just want to say thank you so, so much. Well, uh, thank thank you, folks, and uh, it's it's more fun the more people that are here, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. And uh, yeah, and also if you uh, if you want to sponsor our podcast, Gimpin' Ain't Easy, get in touch with me, S T Y E in my eye at hotmail dot com. My manager is skulking around somewhere, so yeah. he can he can find you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, awesome. Sorry. Just to reiterate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gimpin' Ain't Easy. That's right. On Apple Podcasts. I think it's on iTunes. It's right? on YouTube for sure, and it's on a bunch of the platforms. On YouTube yeah. and Meditation Fridays at 5.30. Weather. Wait, where are yeah. the comments, man? Like, that's near, such near a big Kennard spot. Near Okay, right. Yeah. Kennard and Roby. Yeah. Right yeah. by yeah. my right. place, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. that same corner. Got it. You got it. At his house. It's at my <laughs> house. Come on it over. is now. <laughs> that is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. I'm Josh. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.